market. The S&P, the ISX stocks. This is Motley Fool Money. Welcome to Motley Fool Money, the Money Hacks edition, our short weekly check-in on how you can make the most of your money. Now, I'm Scott Phillips, and with me, as always, the doctor, Dr. Nirbhan Mahati. G'day, mate. G'day, mate. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm less ranty this week. Last week, we did talk a little bit about the fact that people were raiding their super. I thought it was a terrible, terrible idea. But you had a good idea, which is for those people who either don't raid their super or who have at least something left after they finished the raiding, the best question to, for them to think about for their retirement now they've worked out how much is left is how to invest that super. Or more specifically, which super mix is right for you? Now, super is different for every individual fund, and so we can't be specific anyway, but there are generally a continuum of pre-mixed options. So these super funds, they put together the options, everything from conservative at one end, which is largely cash and a bit of other bits and pieces, some bonds, maybe a little bit of property or, or shares, not much. There's the balanced option, which is kind of the Goldilocks solution, not too, not too small, not too large, not too risky, not too safe. Then there's growth, and sometimes on top of that, high growth. And generally speaking, the rule seems to be that the more growthy you're looking to invest, the more volatile your investments might be. Now, the industry uses risk. We don't necessarily subscribe to that because risk is the sense of losing money altogether, not having a volatile outcome. And it does also tend to be true, tend to be true, that higher growth investment strategies tend to also give better returns over long periods of time. That being said, these aren't all right for everybody and it kind of does depend. So give us a quick run through. So not as it, some some will have growth, some have high growth, some just have the same thing all meshed together. So we're not going to give an answer that's specific for everybody. But as we think about that continuum between, you know, super conservative and super, you know, volatile and somewhere in between there, how should our listeners be thinking about which super option is right for them? Yeah, cool. I mean, yeah. So in, in terms of a continuum, the general idea would be that, at least in my mind, if somebody is young, uh, you know, in their 20s, uh, still, you know, 20s, 30s, even maybe in their 40s, um, you know, they've got many more, many more years to work, uh, many more years to add to super, uh, then, you know, being sort of in the growth and high growth sort of uh, area seems right, because, you know, you, you, you can afford to take volatility, you've still got many, many years mm. of uh, money coming in. Mm. And if you know, it's like, it's a bit like dollar cost averaging that's happening, right? I mean, if the market even goes down, or the you know, then you know, your money that you're putting in is actually buying you more, um, you know, units at that at that point in time. So uh, I, I think that that is, I think, useful thing to think about. And then, of course, you know, your individual, um, you know, tolerance for volatility. And I said, one of the advantages with super is at least you're probably not looking at it every day, right? It's not like your brokerage account. (laughs) So, so you can actually hide away the volatility by just not looking at it. Right, right. Um, then I guess, you know, when you're getting close to retirement, some sort of balanced, I would say, like, you know, personally, I think some sort of balanced strategy at that point, um, you know, makes sense. And then, of course, you know, if you are, uh, you know, uh, in your 70s or in your, you know, now touching 80s at that point, maybe you want mm-hmm. to be mostly conservative at that point. Mm-hmm. Um because you know the volatility at that point is going to be costly for you, so maybe you want to be. Because another thing is, depending on what your super balance is, I was going to uh, say that exactly. Yeah, yeah, you might want to have a mix, right, of strategies. You're a certain percentage in conservative and certain percentage in balanced, mm-hmm. um, and maybe even certain percentage in growth. I mean, that's again something to consider. But early on, I think you know, majority in my view should be in growth because that's how you're going to grow your um, right. your asset base. 
you pay a very high price to avoid volatility in the share market or in investing in general. And so if you're going conservative, your chance of a, of a down year or negative year, almost zero. And for most people, they say, great, well, that's not what I want. You actually don't, right? And even if you don't know this, <laughs> if, you, if I can get 10% a year average and every third year is a negative year, or I can get 2% a year with no down years, guess what? The 10% is always, always, always the one you should go for. So embrace some volatility, fools. Um, have a think about what Doc's just said. Think about how you can invest that money for the best possible retirement. And as Doc says, even in retirement, you want to be mindful of how you measure the volatility you expect and the portfolio size. As you said, you have, Doc. I'd actually add a little bit of a right to that. The income needs you have from that portfolio. If you don't need to sell shares for your income, you can afford all the volatility in the world. And if you need to sell some of the shares, but not many, you still can afford more volatility than average. So think about how you need the capital, not so much the cash flow that might come from dividends or somewhere else, but your exposure to the capital base of that and the volatility of that should tell you how you can think about that. But generally speaking, I think we're together, Doc, in saying take more risk than you perhaps might have expected you should if you're younger and if you can afford it and if you can sleep at night in doing so. Anything else, Doc? No, I think that covers it. Good news. Super is super. If you haven't touched your super, great. If you are about to, please don't. Please, for my for my for my for my sanity, so I can sleep at night. Please leave your super alone. That's it for this motley full money money hacks. We'll see you next week. Full on, full on. The motley fool and people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. General advice only. Please speak to your financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your situation. Subscribe to the free newsletter at fool.com.au forward slash triple M. The Motley Fool operates under financial services license 400691.